Hi, and welcome to Beer with Jesus with Rob and Denise. We're going to dive in today, and I'll let Rob lead the way. So today's podcast is going to be on Jesus washing the disciples' feet. I'm reading, I'm going to go ahead and read, and I'm reading from the NIV Bible. You choose whatever Bible you like. I've always read from the NIV, and that's what I prefer myself. So let's dive right into it, and I'll share a little story with you. It was just before the Passover feast festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel under his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only wash their feet. Their whole body is clean and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that's why he said not every one was clean. When he had finished washing the feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do, as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I am not referring to all of you. I know that I have chosen. But this is to fill, fulfill this passage of scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly, I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. This little passage here gave me a flashback last summer of a time I spent in the Middle East when I was in the Air Force, I went over to Qatar, and my job over there was to do the mail. And in Qatar, the the jobs over there, at that time at least, was done by a lot of foreigners, which is kind of like the Qatari servants. So I had to go to the airport and be with all those guys. To get the mail for the, the troops. And one evening I had to go to the bathroom actually. 
So I went into the bathroom, and as I walk in, I see a guy with his foot in the sink washing his feet. And I was like, well, I'm not going to wash my my hands now after I go, but I said, that's kind of disgusting. Because I went to the bathroom, and it's just a hole in the ground with a hose. And there was just everything you could imagine around that hole. And this guy was just wearing sandals to work in. So it really hit me because the guy was basically a servant for the Qataris. And he had to go to where the nasty bathrooms were. The other bathrooms are nice, modern, like what we have here in the States. But there was just a hole. And it really reminded me of how humble Jesus really was. It isn't like when the chosen you see Peter just washing his feet and knocking the dust off to step on some grapes. These folks were literally standing there, walking in feces, dirt, mud, you name it. And their feet were disgusting. And Jesus dressed as a servant and washed their feet. He humbled himself to do that. That was, that takes a lot. I, that's a lot to clean off that kind of stuff off people's feet. And I think that to me, that's how significant that was. Because that was a very humbling experience to have to sit there and wash feet. So, that was my story from being over in the Middle East. And I don't know what Denise has on this, but. That's to me it's just humbling to know that your savior would do that for you that he would dress as a servant and wash the disciples' feet. I don't have an experience like that to share. I've never been outside the US. I know Walmart bathrooms are very dangerous, but as far as Getting anything on my feet, they're always in shoes, so I don't worry. I, I never gave it a thought. The thing that stood out to me was that was a servant job, and we think of Jesus as the Son of God, King. Um, I mean, his his daddy owns everything. And I can't see a rich person humbling themselves to come to my house and wash my feet. I mean, why would they do that? He's showing that everyone's a servant. We're all called to serve one another. We're all called to make someone else's life easier. We all have gifts and talents that can help others. And to even do it for Judas's feet, even though he knew what was going to happen with him betraying him. I mean, that just really show how much he cared. Maybe he thought this guy would change. I don't know, but he knew it was coming. But it also says in scripture to bless those who curse you. So he was showing him his love even before... Judas betrayed him. 
Well, you know, Judas got a guilt trip after this one. I I don't know. Some we'll have to read on and find out. Well, it just goes to show when it says, No servant is greater than his master, nor is the master greater than the one who sent him. I mean, to me, it's just like, Jesus loves you for who you are. You know, he, you know, you make mistakes. You have, we all sin, some greater than other, but it's all sin. It's all equal. And it makes you think, man, Jesus chose me to go out and be a messenger. And I don't have to be a preacher. Neither one of us has gone through seminary or anything like that. We're not Bible scholars. We're just everyday people trying to understand a book and a life. So, we both encourage you to read it for yourself. Get your own interpretation. This is just ours, what we think. We may be right. We may be wrong. But it, you should read it for yourself. And do what you think is right as far as reading it. And folks might even be thinking, why do they name their podcast Beers with Jesus? I mean, what better place to share than over a beer? And in a later podcast, we will address the beers and the gray area of drinking and Christianity. I know there's some denominations that are so really against it and others are not but both of us like to have a beer here and there so if you want to enjoy a beer while you're listening to this podcast feel free to open one with us if you're at work then just enjoy and drink a coffee or coke <laughs> i listen to a lot of podcasts while delivering mail so I, I can't exactly drink a beer then. But hey, if there's any faith-based breweries out there that want to donate to the cause, I'll be sure to uh, give them a shout-out on here. And if there's any passages you would like us to read through and see what we think on it, feel free to send us a message on this, whatever podcast listening you choose to listen to. It's iTunes, Spotify, whatever. 